Hey, everybody, welcome to the Healthy and Thriving Relationships Podcast. We are Gordon and Tara Avery, a husband and wife team that is super passionate about healthy and thriving relationships. Everything from dating to marriage to faith to yourself, you know, we just want all of your relationships to flourish. So grab a cup of coffee, take a seat, and let's do this thing. episode of this series. I can't believe it. This one I, I don't know why this is, by so fast. Yeah, what in the world? <laughs> so we've been in a series called um, Healthy and Thriving Dating. Mm, yes. And um, our goal was to teach about like ancient wisdom in a modern context. Mm. And um, it's been a like really fun series on just how to date in a way that will set you up for a healthy and thriving marriage. Yeah. And like that's really what it comes down to is date in a way Mm-hmm. That leads you to a great marriage. Mm-hmm. And so the way that we go about dating should lead us to the way we go about yeah. that in marriage. And um, yeah, it's been, it's just been really fun. It has Today's going to be a little bit of a different, a different, uh, well, hopefully it's, a twist yeah. it reminds, to the story. Yeah. It's like when you watch a movie, I think of like The Sixth Sense. And the first time you see it and at the end you're like, no way. I can't believe that's the ending. That's what was going on the whole time. It's not that intensive. But no, I guess it's, it's really not. But here, here's it's so funny. We I do mean, this. It's our like title kind of like says it all. Okay, so to <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to um, to basically recap. Okay, what we have said thus far. Again, if you haven't listened to all the other episodes, start from the beginning, um, the very first episode of this series, and go in order because we did actually put them in a very specific order for a specific reason. And especially if you're starting on this one, you might be a little lost. Like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> but um, essentially, this whole thing, what we were leading up to was saying clearly the way that we're trying to prepare for marriage isn't working very well. Mm-hmm. The way we go about, quotes, dating in our culture is it not working. In fact, it's giving us... Uh, studies have even shown it's, it's actually increasing anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, lack of self-worth. I mean, a lot of things are going wrong. The results are not good mm-hmm. with the lack way— Lack of commitment. Lack of commitment. I mean, I we have so many dear friends that we love and our heart breaks for them because they're like, it's tough right now. Yeah. Like, it's really tough. Like, this— this dating scene is out of control yep. and they're trying to do it right. And it's hard because so many other people, it just, it just, it's hard. So we're like, let's talk about how to do this. There must be a better way, you know? And so how do we do that? And the twist was this essentially is that we're doing a series called healthy and thriving dating. And it came to the point where we we're like, listen, here's the goal. Stop dating. <laughs> yes. And they're like, what? I thought that was the whole point. We're like, no, no, no. So here's the thing. Stop dating and start what we call modern courtship. And I'm not Mm going to go into all the things. Yeah, no, we don't need to go into it. We did a whole episode on it. Yeah, go back, listen, especially modern courtship episode where we talk about the history of dating and all the things. But essentially we're saying dating doesn't work. It does not prepare you well for marriage. But what we call modern courtship actually does prepare you for marriage. 
So why in the world did we call this series Healthy and Thriving Dating if the whole point was don't date before you're married? Well, this final episode is kind of the big reveal. (laughs) And we titled this episode Save Dating for Marriage because the goal actually is we want you to do courtship before marriage so that you can actually experience healthy and thriving dating, which is actually found in marriage. Mm, Wow. So courtship for marriage so that you can date your spouse in marriage. Does that make sense? It's like this, like, wait a minute. The whole point is, no, we want to have healthy and thriving dating, but not before marriage. We Mm. want to get to the point where you have where dating works best, and uh, I feel like I'm giving the whole episode away, but we're going to basically dive in of why this is 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 in marriage. And so, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, we long for happy and lasting marriages. Yes, most of us do. I would say. Yeah, people, like, I want to get married, but I don't really want it to last very long, and I'd like it to be unhappy. <laughs> like no one says. <laughs> oh my that. gosh. Yeah, but we have it all backwards, really. Like when it comes to dating. Mm-hmm. So what we need to do, and what Gordon kind of. Gave gave a teaser for. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was like encouraging. I wasn't saying you stop. I was saying like, yeah, that's good. I was waving my hands like, keep it going, babe. (laughs) Gordon is like a hand waver and he's expressive when he uses his hands. Oh, yeah. Talk with my hands all the time. Got me off guard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but we need to flip the script. Mm, That's so good. In dating. So we need to to relook at like when dating is critical, Mm -hmm. um, which is, as you just said, it's actually in marriage is in when it's most marriage. critical. Which, okay, what comes to your mind, though, when you hear dating? Do you think, um, oh, we're talking about single people or people that aren't married yet? Or are you thinking of married couples, typically? When you hear the word dating, what comes to your mind? Oh, yeah, single people. Yeah, me too. It reminds me of that time that we were at P.F. Chang's. Oh, yeah. For that date night. Yeah. You remember that? And oh yeah. We like we did a date night at PF Chang's, and like we even like sat next to each other on the same side of the table for so like, like a, yeah for a minute when well, we, we were, were ordering. We were actually trying stuff. to order like we had one menu and we we're trying to figure out and look at it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like the waitress came over and she just like thought we were like so cute. And um, what did she say to us? Do you remember? She she when she found out that we were married, she was shocked and she said, "You guys don't give off married vibes." And at first, at yeah. first we're like, wait, what does that mean? Is that good? I mean, I feel like I we should it get took off me married a second by to like, like figure out what the heck she was saying. Mm-hmm. But I think that that says it all that like when she found out we were on a date and, she's, married. and married, she seemed really surprised. Yeah. She said, I don't ever see married couples in here having a date night. I Which only really see sad. people that are not married having date nights. And she was just like, wait, you, you're dating your wife, you know, she, and she was like, so like, like it was a happy confusion, like right. an amazement where she's like, she's basically saying like, I want a marriage like that because she had not experienced that. Um, right. And that kind of shows the results, just her mm-hmm. reaction and her, you know, seeming like she never sees, I'm sure that there were some married couples on dates in yeah. there, but to her, there weren't any. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of shows that like we're dating before marriage and forgetting to date in marriage. Yeah, it's it's actually backwards. That's why we say throw dating away. It doesn't work. It's actually only a hundred years old. The idea of dating is only a hundred years mm-hmm. old. So we're gonna do a modern courtship 
Um, it's like ancient wisdom in a modern context. We're going to go about it that way. And so that when we get to when we get to marriage, a marriage we can actually start dating. I think about this for a second. Like we are uh, romancing people because dating is usually has a very romantic feel to yeah, it. Yeah, generally, yeah. There's like or at least a romantic mindset. We're thinking of romance. You know, even if we're trying to do like more of just like an activity or something together. Mm -hmm. The idea, though, is we're thinking romantically. We're thinking eventually I'm going to be romantic with this person. Mm -hmm. Um, So we are trying to romance people that we don't know, that we barely know, for the purpose of, quote, getting to know them. But we don't romance the ones that we deeply know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like that does seem pretty backwards. Yeah, that's actually kind of sad. Like, shouldn't I spend most of my time trying to romance the person that I know deeper than anyone else Mm -hmm. versus trying to spend all my time romancing people I barely know. And so it's like, yeah. Yeah. So the truth is, is that dating doesn't prepare you for marriage, which is what we've talked about through this whole series Mm -hmm. is that dating doesn't prepare you, but modern courtship prepares you because it's more purposeful for the intention of marriage. Yeah. But dating is critical in marriage. We're just going to keep saying that because we're trying to like hammer it in. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I don't think that we understand, I didn't understand how crucial dating is in marriage um, until we really started diving in and looking, uh, doing the research and seeing the studies on happily mm-hmm. married couples, marriages, and all of that. Um, and so it, it kind of reminds me of, there's an incredible book by Shanti Feldhand. Uh, she's like a Harvard graduate. She was a Wall Street analyst. She's a best-selling author. And so her whole thing is like research. Yeah, she's like the, the research, research queen. And then write books on the findings. And uh, her book, I think for women only, blew up because she was just starting to do research on like on men. The, the whole background is really awesome. And she does all of her books now on relationships research base. So she, she does the research first, then sees what the findings are instead of like saying, I have a theory. Let's see if I can prove that theory. Yeah. All all her books are really great. All her books are that. So it's all very research based, which is fantastic. So one of the questions was like, what makes, um, what is it, um, that we can see, um, that really what they call like highly happy couples, like marriages where they're like really happy. They love being married. Their marriages are awesome. What is it about them that, that makes them so happy? And what's the difference between them and also couples that are struggling in their marriage? And she, they did a whole research, really incredible, Mm -hmm. um, put out this book called the surprising secrets of highly happy marriages. Mm -hmm. And he check this out for a moment. She said this, it turns out happy couples She's talking about marriages, by the way. Happy couples hang out. Either consciously or subconsciously, they work to maintain their friendship rather than taking it for granted. Mm. And the most important way they do that is to spend time together. They are in proximity to each other a lot. Um, In fact, academic studies confirm this. Um, Dr. Brad Wilcox of the University of Virginia has extensively surveyed married couples. Um, And and here's an example. In one survey he asked in his extensive studies, during the past month, how often did you and your husband or wife spend time alone with each other talking or sharing an activity? He found that those married couples who spend some sort of time 
talking or sharing an activity at least once a week, check this out, were five times more likely to be, quote, very happy Mm. in their marriages than those who didn't. Five times. Five times more likely to be very happy. Now, what I love what they're doing, they didn't say date. And I think they didn't ask them, how often do you date? Because um, they, they were doing something more genius. What they did instead was they described what a date is. <laughs> right. A date is this. It's spending time alone with each other, talking and sharing an activity or and or sharing an activity. That's what a date mm-hmm. is, yep. which means like, first of all, that's helpful to understand. A date doesn't have to be date night. It's how do we intentionally mm-hmm. set aside time, just the two of us, to talk or and or share an activity together. Right. Couples were five times more likely if they did that weekly. Wow. That that's incredible. This is an example of why, like, when you date is actually critical. Not before marriage, but in marriage is mm-hmm. critical. If you want to have a happy lasting marriage. I think you have yeah. some other like data as well from some of this research. Yeah. So from the same research, um, the results were that 83% of the highly happy couples spend time hanging out just the two of them at least once a week. Wow. Versus 35% of the struggling couples spend time hanging out just the two of them once a week. So while 83% of highly happy couples are having basically a date, once a week. Once a week. Sixty-five percent of the struggling couples are not. And it makes you ask the question: Well, why are you struggling? Well, because you're not dating. You're not spending time not, together. Yeah, you're not prioritizing you're not, and spending time with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Because what happens, unfortunately, we do all the dating, and dating is spending alone time together, sharing an activity or talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get married and we stop doing that. That's why modern courtship works so well because it flips the script and it goes, you're actually going to build your relationship in the context of community mm-hmm. and then essentially earn your, um, you, the goal is you start spending, as you go, you start spending a little bit more alone time, a little bit more alone time. And the goal is to get to marriage where you can spend as much alone one-on-one time alone as, time as you yeah, want. Totally. And so uh, that, that's why we're like, save dating for marriage. Yeah. Um, because uh, that's actually when it's the most critical for your marriage. I mean, if you want to have a happy marriage, uh, right. that's the way to go about it. And so I guess it leads us to the question though, like, why does it work? Like, why does mm-hmm. dating and marriage work? Like, why is it so crucial? Why are we seeing that those that date spend time together, sharing activity or talking? Why, why are we seeing such good results? Mm, that's a good question. That's the question. Um, Something that we learned from your parents, Mm -hmm. like, pretty early on in our relationship was um, the concept of, like, what your dad called the relationship pyramid. Yeah, yeah. And, like, if you think of a pyramid and you, you know, cut it into, well, think of a triangle. Okay, yeah, triangle, pyramid. Triangle. Yeah. And you cut it into, like, three parts. um, What is that, horizontally? Yeah, like three levels. (laughs) Three levels. Um, You have the bottom level which mm-hmm. is friendship. And that's the biggest part of the triangle. Yeah, friendship, intimacy. Mm-hmm. The middle is the emotional. Mm-hmm. And then the very tippy top is the sexual. Mm-hmm. And I think that this, like why this works so well is because it's hitting on every aspect of the relationship pyramid. Like when you like date. each of those, yeah, when you date, you are hitting each level of intimacy, basically. Like you 
you're hitting friendship intimacy because you're sharing an activity with each other. Yeah. You're hitting, you know, emotional intimacy because you're sharing your hearts and you're probably talking. Yeah. And then hopefully you <laughs> are hitting the sexual intimacy because friendship and emotional generally leads to sex and marriage. Yeah. Because you're feeling like you had so much fun together and you feel so connected and close because you just yeah. spent time talking. And that usually will lead to, you know, physical intimacy. Yeah. And these are like the three, um, another way to put it was say like the three levels of intimacy mm-hmm. is there's friendship intimacy and that's the foundation. It's the biggest one, it, you know, the base of a pyramid, that's the biggest, right? Yeah. And then it progressively gets a little bit smaller. They stack upon each other. So that's why we're, um, we talk about like, you have to build the friendship first because it's the biggest part. And if you have a really big friendship, then obviously the emotional intimacy, which comes next, and then the peak, the sexual intimacy can get bigger as well. Mm-hmm. And so, because a pyramid works that way, um, if you have a really small friendship intimacy, you can't build a really large sexual intimacy at the top because it's in proportion to each other. Right. It's a pyramid. So, yeah, you're totally right. Like, you're at least giving, even if a date doesn't hit all three areas, you're giving yourself the opportunity every single week to build your friendship. Well, I mean, how do you build friendship? You have fun together and you play together. Yeah. It's like, we know that as kids, you want to become friends, you play together. What's the same way in marriage. Um, And then if you want to like really get closer emotionally, you talk. Mm -hmm. And so most dates, a date is essentially, oh, let's share an activity. That's a great date. Share an activity and talk, you know, together. And so you're, you know, and then it usually a lot of time it leads to some great sexual intimacy, you know? Um, and so imagine giving yourself the opportunity to continue to firm up your relationship period every single week. That's why one of the major reasons why couples that date each other in marriage on a weekly basis, why they're so happy. Yeah. They're just, you know, they're, they're like, this is how a marriage works. You know, this yeah. is how a great marriage works. You got to have all these levels and they have an opportunity to do it every week. Mm-hmm. And so, and if you're not doing that on a regular basis, obviously you're not giving yourself an opportunity to build those levels of intimacy in your marriage. And so right. it's kind of like one of those, like, oh, I guess that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So dating is the most important in marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So just yeah, dating surprisingly isn't going to help you before marriage. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's why we're like, do modern courtship. Yeah. That actually will prepare you for marriage. But dating in marriage is mm-hmm. absolutely crucial. And we need to flip the script and do it the other way around than what we've gotten used to doing. Exactly. Um, and so I think another way of say it, I, I thought about this was like, essentially, I need to, before marriage, really focus on befriending my wife, befriending my girlfriend. Like become really great friends mm. and really like become like, wow, like because we, we're building that friendship foundation for marriage. Befriend your girlfriend and then date your wife. Mm. Like, I don't, do you like that? Yeah. 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 I like that. You could say it the other way around too. Good. Like the friend. I'm like just hearing it. So I got to like Yeah, I just, about you know, it. I was like, oh yeah, I've been thinking about this and I haven't said it out loud yet. Yeah. Or befriend your boyfriend. You're all about the slogans. Yeah, I love the slogan. Befriend your boyfriend and then date your husband. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, um, yeah, and don't have it. That sounded like you're saying have a boyfriend and a husband at the same time. Don't do that. <laughs> no, boyfriend and husband are the same person. Yeah, but like that idea of let's flip the script because we want you to have healthy and thriving dating 
Mm-hmm. And when you do to healthy this, and thriving marriages. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and you you find healthy and thriving dating in marriage. That's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, hopefully that's really clear. But that really is, um, you know, is wraps it all up. Is wraps up like the entire. Wow. What a cool, fun series! Like this is. Um, more resources. What 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 other resources would you say if they want to know more um, that we could. Um, you know, give to those listening. Yeah. So we just talked about, we touched on a little bit about um, the three levels of intimacy and the relationship pyramid. Um, We talk way more in depth on our best marriage ever freebie on our website. You could go check that out, download it. Um, And then any of our other podcast series is we talk a lot about dating um, Mm. and marriage and like dating and marriage myths was a great series. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Any of those other Anything else that we we talk on in this subject um, would be great. Resources. It's like a great plug to say, like, just subscribe to this podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a great resource for you. And you know, as always, like Loveologies, always going to be a good one. A good book on these on the specific topic for sure. Yep. Um, and then yeah, and then we have Love and Lattes, um, which is basically a weekly email um, where we give you exclusive relationship tips to you guys. So. Um, check that out on our website as well. Yeah. So yeah. And then uh, next week, we're actually concluding. Uh, next week's our last episode for season two. Wow. Before we take our summer That's break. Crazy. Uh, if you didn't know if this is a surprise to you, well, the nice thing is, if this is like your first series that you started listening to, well, you have an entire season's worth right behind that you can listen to mm-hmm. all summer long. Um, which is actually another reason why we take a break in the summer. Because let's be honest, sometimes we binge a podcast. So mm-hmm. this gives you like three months <laughs> to go back, binge the entire season, which will prep you for season three, which will start uh, in the fall, in September. So next week, though, we're going to do um, one more episode. It's kind of like a standalone episode. Standalone but I think episode, it really uh, wraps up quite nicely. Mm-hmm. And it's something we've been really itching to talk about yeah, um, yeah. Like if it really speaks to everybody. Yeah, every single like whether person. you're in a season of singleness or you're newlyweds or you've been married. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes we can find ourselves always striving for like what's next. Like it's always about like yeah. the next thing, totally. you know. And we can um, forget to really live in the now. Yeah. Um, we really want you to fully experience each season that you're in. So next week, we're going to wrap it up with just a final reminder about seasons and how we can fully enjoy and find contentment in every stage of our lives. Yeah. So we will see you guys next week. Cool. 